Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Building with Bailey, a podcast. This is the first official episode of the new year, so we're ringing in 2021, um, which, wow, like, I can't believe, I also can believe that we're here, but wow, time, y'all, time. So I thought that, you know, to start things off, to build off of the foundation that we started laying out last semester on my journey through this PhD, I wanted to kind of give you, I guess, kind of a story time slash overview of what I've been up to over the last, you know, three weeks. So in the last episode, I believe I talked about just how I was kind of struggling with feeling like whiplash, you know, like I feel every semester when I finish a semester, um, coming out of just hectic, wild times to just having not much to do all of a sudden. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I need a project. And, you know, I talked about a potential project I could work on. Uh, Y'all know if you listened. But basically, what I ended up doing is, like I was saying in the last episode again, um, I needed to rest. I needed to stop and really embrace the whole existing type thing uh, without all of this other external pressure to produce something, to be productive, etc. And I'm happy to report that I did indeed settle in and I found my flow of existing and it was really great. And we don't start our semester again until the 14th. So I have a little bit of time, just about a week now left of kind of just existing and getting ready uh, to be thrown right back into the hurricane. But um, it's been really, really wonderful to actually have my first December and beginning of January where I've really just done pretty much nothing. And I, I haven't done that. And I can't even tell you how many years it's been since I've actually done that. So this has been really good for me. I hope that all of you had a wonderful holiday season, uh, regardless of where you were or who you spent it with. Um, I hope that it was it was restful and it was healthy and you feel maybe a little bit recharged perhaps to kind of pick up and start again. So that's my hopes for y'all. But yeah, so now diving into what did I do over the last three weeks when I, you know, say nothingness, what do I actually mean by that? So the first thing, I'm pretty sure that I have single-handedly propped up Netflix as a business. Um, it's been hours and hours of, of streaming and binging shows. And you're like, what shows have you been watching? And I'm like, that's a great question. I will tell you. So I started out break actually by watching the crown it was recommended to me at first. I was like, Oh, I don't know about this. And then I like watched the first few episodes and I was like, eh, but then I just kept watching it. And then of course, you know, I'm hooked. So of course I watched like all of the seasons at once basically uh so that was the first part of break and it was really good i felt lots of feelings i'm like oh my gosh um yeah there was an interesting scene with like winston churchill towards the beginning of the series that i actually had learned about in my energy policy class it was kind of it was funny to kind of see that play out on netflix so you know interesting thing and then another show that I started, that I actually watched all the way through was The Queen's Gambit. I at first was like, no way, I'm not listening to a chess 
like I'm not interested in chess. I don't want to watch a chess thing. I don't want to listen about like chess, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, you know what? Just give it a chance. Everyone's raving about it. And of course, you know, I see the Twitter buzz and I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. And I did. And then I was hooked on that. So finished that series. It was really good. I really enjoyed kind of the the way that the show talked about chess, which I know nothing about chess, truly. Um, I played it on my papal's computer when I was like super little, like his big, huge, archaic computer. And I just clicked a bunch of random buttons and did terrible. But that was my extent of chess. So this was really interesting because I liked the sports angle of it. Like it felt like I was watching a pro athlete train from their childhood, just how the, the show was written. And and yeah, I thought it was really lovely and enjoyable. So I recommend that one if you haven't watched it. Um, another thing I did, I finished Schitt's Creek. Um, I started that series actually and had watched all five of the first seasons that were on Netflix when I was at Clemson finishing up my thesis. So you know, I finally was like, why don't we just finish it out? And I did. And it was really good. And I was like, oh, so sad. So that's another one that I really enjoyed. I also started Outlander. Um, I know that's kind of old news. Like that's not necessarily like a new show for anyone, but it was new to me. And I will say it's very intense. It was extremely intense. I I say that in the past since like I've watched all of the seasons, but I haven't. I'm only on season two. Just because the episodes A are like super long, but then also it's just so much. Like it's just the writing is super good. It keeps you guessing, but it's also very intense. And there were a couple episodes that were just so gruesome that I was like, I can't watch this. So I like fast forwarded through them and kind of picked up based on like cues that were mentioned in other episodes about like what had happened. Cause I was like, I just can't, I can't do it. I know my limits. I can't watch it, but. It's really good. So I have a show now, I guess, that if I'm ever in the mood, I can like keep coming back to because it's definitely one of those ones that like if you try to binge it, like I feel like it just mentally just it messes with you. So anyway, that one was pretty good. Um, again, I'm only in season two. So and then my most notable was probably Bridgerton, which I know a lot of people, again, are raving about online. And rightfully so. Like, it is the Gossip Girl meets Jane Austen Pride and Prejudice uh, that I think we all didn't know we needed. And now we're just here. And I'm going to tell you, the Duke of Hastings is the hottest actor of 2020. I'm just I'm just saying that you can't argue with me because I will not be I will not be moved. Uh, That is my opinion. And uh, yes, thank you for blessing us with that obviously had its issues like all shows do, but like, it's just, it was so good. And I really hope they give us a season two because I have questions. There are things that are left unsaid, stories left to be told, lots of things. So if you ever want to talk about this, hit me up. I'm your gal. Um, But yeah, it was really good. And then of course I watched, I've been watching lots of movies too, but those are my most notable like binge series type moments I've had over the last three weeks. So there you go. Top 10 recommended. Not even 10, but there's my recommended shows for you. All right. And then the other thing I've been doing. Uh, oh, I guess I should say this too. Um, aside from Netflix, I've also watched college football, uh, which, you know, I've talked about my love of sports on here, especially college sports. But uh, pretty heartbreaking. 
way to end and start the new year. Um, CU Boulder lost their bowl game to Texas, like badly. And then Clemson, obviously that was extremely painful. I'm not going to lie, especially just because I knew I had followed the players that were now seniors for the last three seasons. And I, like, I, I saw them in person for two of the last three seasons. And it just, it wasn't the ending that I think any of us wanted. Um, and it was also really hard to process the fact that like, that was the last game I'll ever watch them all play in together. And it kind of feels like this big chapter of life is just like concluding, which I know maybe sounds a little bit ridiculous because you're like, it's football, but it wasn't part of my life. And, you know, it still is to this day. Like my dad and I actually, we live text during all of the Clemson games and it's just a thing that we share. So that was really devastating. Truly, I was not okay for like 24 hours. And I woke up the next day and I was like, <laughs> I'm never going to watch them play again. And I was like having this whole like emotional breakdown. Um, but, you know, I'm doing better. Um, I don't think I'm going to watch the national championship. I just literally can't stand either team. And I say that now and I, maybe I will, but I just, it's not, that wasn't it. That's not the ending I hoped for. And then the icing on the cake was really when I watched the Indiana game against Ole Miss and we know they lost too. So I was like, wow, I went zero and three. Like I have three institutions here that were all in these like big bowl games and like none of them pulled out the W. So that was rough. I was like, wow, I don't know what this means about A1, but like, we're just going to, that was still a 2020 thing. Like we're just going to, because it was, and technically it's the 2020 season. So, you know, but I'm just like, oh yeah, no, that was not the blow I was hoping for. But anyway, uh, enough about my, my sports rant. Again, these are things I love to talk about. So if you ever want to talk about these things and you have my information, just reach out and we can talk about games and Netflix shows and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that, that's enough about my media consumption, I guess. <laughs> the other thing, though, that I've been doing that was really, really great uh, was I've done a lot of nature time and kind of recharging outside, you know, as I like to do. So in addition to my like walks through Boulder, really kind of situating myself and like understanding the place that I live, uh, it's really helpful for me also to like walk the places that I live to kind of start building an idea of where I'm at and like spatial awareness in my mind. I, I don't do well like looking at a map. I can't tell you anything about like where it is. I rely on my GPS a lot. Like, you know, I'm just really, I struggle with directions and you know that whole space thing so it's been really helpful to actually walk boulder and like miles and miles of boulder just so I understand where I live and like how close I am to things and and where I'm situated so that was really great but in addition to that I also had some big excursions like on Christmas day um, myself and one of my dear friends and my cohort uh, we went hiking in boulder and we found some gorgeous views. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous that all of it's like 15 minutes away from me. Like, I just can't, it, it just baffles me. I'm just genuinely baffled that I'm like, how do I live somewhere where all of this is right here and it's this gorgeous. And again, if you follow me on my other platforms, like IG, for example, I'm constantly posting like 
mountain pictures and like all the stuff. And I'm sure everyone's like, oh my God, we get it. You live in the mountains, but I just can't help it. Like, it's so pretty. And I don't know. I, I really love it here. Like so much, like driving anywhere. is just ridiculous. I'm like, okay, I can never leave. Like, I don't think I can ever move. Like, I don't know if there's a state that will offer me what, what this place offers me every single day. So anyway, um, saw some gorgeous views. And if I were to spend a holiday away from people I usually spend it with, you know, this was one of the best ways to do it. Like it was 60 degrees, it was just stunning. It was so sunny. And I walked like, or hiked rather, like five miles almost, I think. So pretty good. It was a really, really lovely day. And the other notable things though, probably the highlight of break um, was actually one of my super good friends from Clemson, who's in my cohort there, actually got a job in Fort Collins and reached out to me because she was on break. And she was like, hey, would you like to go snowshoeing in Rocky Mountain National Park? And I was like, oh my God, yes. So we rented snowshoes and drove the hour and a half to Rocky Mountain. And I just I cannot even tell you, I can't contain my excitement really, because that was my first national park ever. I'd never been to one before. And in addition to that, it was my first time snowshoeing. So it's just a really big day, like checking all of the boxes off of my bucket list, right? So anyway, we get there though. It is just ridiculous. Like I just, there are no words to, I mean, I only saw like a small glimpse of the park really. It was stunning. Like all of the lakes are like frozen over because it gets to be like negative. I don't even know how many degrees negative at night there because it's just so high up. But it was also a really good day because it's my first time hiking where it's like I actually wore the appropriate amount of layers. That was exciting. And also had like packed enough water and like snackage. So I was thriving. I was like, oh my gosh, I've finally done it. I am now a Coloradan, you know. And um, it's just, I've been really struggling to figure out the perfect packing situation for hiking here. You know, back home, I don't think that you really have to take that much stuff with you. Like you need to take water, obviously, and like a snack. But other than that, it's not like, how many layers do I need to pack? And like, what other things do I need to be aware of? And like, how do I adjust temperatures that are going to change like 40 times when I'm out here? Whereas here, that's how it is. Like, The weather changes so quickly and you have to be prepared for it. And when it's, you know, the wintertime, obviously it can be super, super cold the higher up you go. Duh, right? But like figuring out the perfect combination of layers, you know, because then you'll be sweating a lot. It's just, yeah, it's, it's really complicated. I haven't been able to like figure out or like crack the code yet, but I'm getting there. So Rocky Mountain National Park was the best day and arguably my favorite moment, I think, of of break. And I'm now looking into getting a national park pass for all of the national parks. There's just like America the Beautiful Pass and it's actually pretty affordable, but we'll see. Um, My big issue is like my car is not, you know, a mountain friendly vehicle. So I wish I had a Subaru. Like I'm telling you, something in the air in Colorado is just like, and there's a lot of things in the air in Colorado, but like 
the big one I think is like everyone needs to have a Subaru type feeling and like I want a Subaru so bad. So anyway, uh, we'll see how that works out. But I really, really think uh, I think a national park pass would be so much fun. And I'm excited that A, I live in a place where there are so many national parks nearby. Then B, like I have the chance now to like see all of these different beautiful spaces and parts of the country that I've just never seen before. So it's exciting. It's exciting to think about the possibilities and the trips I can take. So anyway, um, yeah, that was an excellent day. But then kind of shifting into following up with that, my next excursion was an epic fail in a lot of ways. And I think it'd be funny to just share with you again, in keeping with this idea of story time, perhaps for this episode. <laughs> um, I have dubbed myself the queen of rookie mistakes in Colorado. Um, and here's why. So the last big thing that I did um, in terms of hiking so far was going to a mountain place in Roosevelt National Forest in Loveland, Colorado, which was about an hour drive from here. So not that bad, truly. Uh, but I get there, of course, I'm thinking this is going to be a small hike. Uh, it's kind of a setup situation. So we have some mutual friends. And um, I met this person at at this place. And we went hiking and he was really great and we had a really good time. I just didn't realize it was going to be a 10-mile hike. I have never done a 10-mile hike before, so that was one thing. But then B, I didn't know that this was going to be that long of a hike and that I didn't pack enough water. And it was cold, like very cold. And so I just didn't realize how dehydrated I was getting. And the, also the fact that we were literally hiking 10 miles. I had no idea. The conversation was really great. And so I think maybe that's what kind of distracted me from all of it. But the moment I got back into my car, to like drive the hour back home, I was like, oh my, like I guzzled the rest of the water that I had had with me. I only had brought like two bottles and you're probably like, you idiot. I know. Okay. I know. I didn't. I genuinely had no idea. Uh, so, you know, next time I do something like this, I'm going to be like, how long is this hike going to be so I can bring the appropriate amount of water? Like, it's ridiculous. Um, and I also got a hiking backpack for Christmas, like one of those little tiny camelback type backpacks that have, they call them water bladders, which is just disgusting. Like, why, from a marketing perspective, what are you doing? Like, it's a pouch. It looks like an IV bag. Just call it a water bag. I don't know why it has to be a bladder. I will die on that mountain down that hill. So anyway, um, but I have one of those. And that, instead of bringing that with me, I was like, oh, this will be a short hike. No big deal. I'm going to pack some like little snack bars and then, you know, I'll bring uh, two water bottles. Like what? 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 Oh. Anyway, I get back. And I am so dehydrated. Like I am guzzling water, like refilling my bottle like 30 times probably. And I can't drink enough water, but then my stomach feels like a water balloon. And so I feel like I'm about to explode, but then I'm also simultaneously so thirsty. And then my joints started hurting and I was like, oh, and like I started getting a headache, of course, all the signs of dehydration, right? Like, I mean, I was like trackless dehydrated. 
And um, I check my phone because I'm like, what is, what is happening to my body right now? And I see that it was 10.4 miles I logged that day. I was like, oh my God. Like I have literally, like I said, I have never done a hike that long before. Um, completely unprepared in, in the ways I should have been prepared. So again, just an epic, epic fail. I took, oh, and then my sinuses started like flooding. So I had to take a Benadryl allergy and ibuprofen. And then thankfully remembered that back in August, I was given a Target goodie bag. It was like a back to school thing. And it had a bunch of hilarious items in that bag. Uh, But one of them was this IV like water multiplier hydration thingy with like electrolytes. And I remembered I had that little packet. And of course, I don't think that this was intended for use in the way that I needed it. Like it was probably for something else. But here I was super dehydrated. And I was like, this is perfect. All these electrolytes I need. Um, so I took one of those and actually started feeling a little better after I, I drank some electrolytes. But I will never make that mistake again. Like I will, from now on, I'm bringing the water pouch with me every time. So I don't run out of water and I have at least two liters with me. Uh, and probably need to to be uh, more intentional about what I do if I know I'm going 10 miles. I need to probably bring more than that. So that was cool. Um, just, um, I mean, I came off the Rocky Mountain National Park thing feeling so good. And that was just kind of a slap in the face. That like, oh, just kidding. You still, you still have the crown. Like, you still are this queen of Ricky mistakes. So great. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of that story. Moral of the story, y'all, if you come to Colorado, do your research. Like, don't, don't be like me and make all of these errors biking and hiking. Like, I know that you live and you learn and I, I feel confident I'm going to get better. Um, but I think I need to sign up for a class at the university or something on like hiking 101 or something. Cause it, it's just, it is one flop after the other for me out here. So we'll get there. We will get there. This Hoosier is learning. And I will soon be a very competent Coloradan. But for now, there y'all go. Some some epic fails in preparation by, by Bailey. Uh, the last big thing that I did over break that, again, if you follow me on my other platforms, especially IG, you probably know, I had a tattoo. And I thought I would share a little bit about the story with that. So um, I know some of you probably read the caption for it on on the IG post, but basically this this whole thing kind of started. So in the last few years, I've I've wanted a tattoo like around my wrist wrist area, and I of course I can't decide on anything. Like I I mean we're talking like sometimes I'm like I don't even know what I want for dinner every night. Why would I even consider getting something permanent on my body? You know, like that just seems like too far of a reach for me. Uh, But I was laying in bed watching the Taylor Swift Reputation Tour concert because I went to that concert in Louisville and I just needed a moment to feel things again. So (laughs) I'm watching this concert and all of a sudden I just get this idea. I'm like, I think I'm going to just have to do. I think I actually want to do it. And and uh, one of my friends here actually describes this as my alter ego. It, it's spontaneously. That's what we have, have dubbed this part of myself, where it's spontaneous Bailey. So spontaneously. 
it was a spontaneous moment. My alter ego just like emerged and I started Google searching like different writing type tattoos for like a, like a small tattoo, you know, that, that a lot of writers or like people that enjoy language or words or whatever, like maybe that they, they have received or like gotten on their body. And I ended up finding the ampersand and I really loved it for some reason. I was like, oh, oh, so I start, you know, just like doing research about this and like thinking about like, what would this symbolize for me? And then following up with that, I also started researching tattoo places. So I'm just literally laying on my bed, listening to this concert in the background, researching local places that that do tattoos. And I found this one place that's actually women owned and operated, which is fantastic and lovely and wonderful. And they have very strict precautions right now in place. So I was like, okay, I like this place. And I just randomly sent them an email and was like, hey, I'm thinking about this. This would be my first tattoo. Like, you know, just seeing what they said if they replied. And then all of a sudden, like two hours later, they literally replied. And I was like, oh my God, like this could actually happen. So I ended up, they asked like what font I wanted, loved the idea. Uh, The second Google image that I like searched, I ended up finding. But uh, basically, I got this tattoo because A, like I said, I'm a writer, but B, I also have been really fascinated by life's dichotomies and that we can be so many things at one time. We can feel so many things at one time. Like we can be sad and we can be content or we can be happy and we can be heartbroken. We can feel all of these things. And I just think that's so beautiful and and marvelous and wonderful. So that was the second thing. But then the last thing was that when you see an and in a sentence or an ampress and if you're, you know, abbreviating or writing quickly, it symbolizes there's still more left to be said or learned or experienced. And I think it's a true story for my life, at least, that like I still have so much left to do, to experience, to say, to love, like all of these things. And I'm really excited about that. And it's kind of a, a symbol of of hope in that way. So for all of those reasons, I ended up landing on that. Uh, we scheduled the the actual appointment, and it was like five days later. So it was literally, I think, like the second day of this year that I ended up going in and had a wonderful experience. It was not painful at all. Like I told the artist, I was like, I have the pain tolerance of a small squid. I don't know how this is going to go. It's my first one, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, okay, no big deal. And ended up, there. it was not like a scratch. Like, I mean, I literally have had so many blood draws in my life from like my food allergy testing and everything. And I'm like, that. I've had blood draws that were worse than that. It was nothing for me. So anyway, that was also really cool. I'm really proud of myself for doing something like that. I love it so much. And I think it's a really cool symbol to have forever, I guess. Um, so yeah, that was the other big thing that I did over break. So all in all, I've had a wonderful three weeks. It's been something that I really needed. Um, all of the social, safe social things I did, like all of the the fun times of just laying around doing nothing, the way I've been able to just kind of recharge and reset. Um, it was so needed. And I'm really, really proud of myself for for letting myself do that for once for resisting this urge 
and these habits that I've had so ingrained in me for years of my life to actually just existing for a little while and being okay with it and having no guilt about it. And I hope that for all of you too, like regardless of how long your break has been, again, I really hope you've been able to find some time to just to just be. And I think it's really beautiful that we do that. So with all of that, um, I guess this first episode, again, a summary of, of what I've done over the last three weeks, but but also too, an exciting thing to build off of moving forward. I'm starting to get my motivation back to restart next week. I'm starting to get my schedule kind of worked out and like writing it, writing it out to see what my month is going to look like. There's just so many things that are really exciting about starting a new semester and having new students and new classes and and everything just kind of changing again. Um, that's one thing I love about academia is the constant switch up the new subjects I get to learn, all of those changes. So I'm not feeling bored, um, but I'm really looking forward to all of the wonderful things that are to come. I'm excited to share this journey with all of you on this platform. I really appreciate you listening and I hope that you'll tune in for the next episode whenever that is released. I imagine I'll have some fun things to update you all on. And for now, I leave you with a lot of thanks, gratitude, and excitement moving forward. Here's to a new year, the same season of the podcast for now. Um, And I guess new adventures and failures and victories to share with all of you to come. So thank you for listening and I'll talk to you again soon in the next episode.